Greetings listeners, welcome to the WIP12 podcast. My name is Raymond and today I'm here with uh, Logan Batty, aka Wolfsbane uh, from Utah, uh, from the uh, ARO group. Welcome to the show. It's really good to be here, Raymond. Yeah, man. Yeah, we've uh, we've we've had some history in the past, especially when it comes down to Ariadna, because uh, we were part of the, the the command, the defense of uh, of of Dawn during the the big uh, global campaign on Dawn. Oh yeah, definitely. Dawn is ours. Dawn is ours, yes. and that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Ariadna. It was the first faction that we covered on 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 Whip Twelve, and. Um, yeah, we're going back to it after, well, it was episode 5, and now we're in, we're, we are in the 120s, so it's been a while, and, and things have changed, uh, reinforcements have come in fresh, so we're going to talk about that. So yeah, uh, Logan, how have you been doing? Oh, pretty good. It was uh, We had quite the runaround trying to get this lined up between uh, vacations and work schedules and stuff, but hey, I'm glad we're here doing this now, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you had some uh, events to announce. Sin City Smackdown is mm. the 19th through the 21st of January. Look up the Infinity Las Vegas group or the uh, Sin City Smackdown Infinity on Facebook. You can see that and when they open up registrations, hop in on there. I know the Vegas guys are pretty excited to finally bringing this back. It was one of, I, I participated in the first tournament, mm-hmm. had it a blast and every time we see the vegas guys they get bombarded with when are we doing smackdown when are we doing smackdown <laughs> and so they finally you know pulled the trigger on it and are bringing it back awesome yeah yeah well uh, i will put it in the show notes the salt lake showdown june next year all right yeah so yeah uh, keep your calendars open and yeah definitely save the save the dates uh, um i've participated in every uh salt lake showdown since the first one back when I first started getting to infinity and it's been a blast, you know, I can go over on my bag and probably find every single patch of every single year. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, good. So, uh, Salt Lake will have its return in June. So yeah. Um, this is the first episode that we really cover, uh, a faction with the reinforcements in check. Like the return of the Frenchman is, uh, yeah, I, I already said it in an earlier episode, I'm just glad it happened, and uh, yeah, it's a fun development uh, that, yeah, at first we didn't have any link teams in uh, in Ariadna, uh, but then we got the duos, and now we have like full-fledged Harises and cores in the, in the form of reinforcements in vanilla. Yeah, yeah, that was one thing I always, when I talk to people, it's like, yeah, vanilla. Uh, Vanilla factions um, do really well, but I thought if they would give them a Harris option, that would help really bring keep, help them keep up with your sectorial factions. Just that, especially with the order efficiency, bringing in uh, three troops up the field yeah. um, would just be really, really well for helping out the vanilla factions and, and keeping up with the order efficiency that sectorials get. Yeah. But, well, because you still have missions like uh, Biotech Borv. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Cannot win a game of Biotech for with Vanilla. I've, I've never, I've never achieved it. Because <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, so you're mostly your opponent says, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go, uh, you go first, 
And then I just draw one command token and you can only spend one command token. So good luck <laughs> moving the rest with their own orders out of the yeah. field. It was kind of funny. The first time I actually ever won a game of Bio Biotech Vorb was running um, Merovingia <laughs> back in um, the second Salt Lake Showdown. And the only reason why I really won it was I was playing on a table that was a corridor table. And my idea was, okay, I'm just going to bring as many troops. I'm going to land in the midfield uh -huh. and make all the role, uh, try to make all the roles. And I brought, oh, I think it was like 12 dudes to land in the midfield. <laughs> and surprisingly, I dropped 10 of them onto the uh, midfield. And then I had a, hair uh core team of luke grew backing them up that yeah you get a you get those uh, vital rifles midfield in a table where most of your range bands are within uh eight to 16 inches yeah you're not taking that on very lightly no 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 it's viral oh <laughs> nice up for close firefights yeah so um yeah, what's your your general take on uh, Ariadna as it stands now? Uh... Um, it's really interesting. Like, um, well, set set aside the um, the re the reinforcement um, extra, but and so just focusing on getting um, Apaches. It's a real interesting pro uh, profile with them. Yeah. Um, Trying to bring them up here. Pretty sure they. Oh, they didn't end up in vanilla area. No, that's. No, I they, haven't they been paying just, close they, enough they, attention. They kept out the the, the 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 new profiles for now. Yeah, they're they're in. Um, Merovingia, there you can play without having to take the reinforcement extra. Yeah. So, you know. Interesting profile. The one biggest complaint I'd say about them is in the non-reinforcement versions, they don't have smoke. And so getting them up into the into where you want them is in your opponent's yeah. face is going to be take quite the finesse to do that. I think it's going to be a lot more difficult than even running um, some uh some dogs up the field because yeah. at least with the dogs, you got camouflage to be able to cover yourself. Yeah. Or but, smoke um, or any other way. Yeah. Dropping them in, um, turn two, turn three or turn one. If you're, uh, certain Australians that like to <laughs> look at rules and go, Hey, how can we figure out to drop them in turn one? Let's play with hundred points um, less. Yeah. Yes, Shepard is right. <laughs> has done some things. <laughs> I, I enjoy Shepard's work. He he always <laughs> makes me think about, um, like, what can I do to kind of shake up the meta when I look at some of the things that he brings, uh, like uh, with his. He had that series where he was running the um, um, Caledonians. Yeah. Uh, kind of different than what most people, but and I, and I consider myself a player that likes to uh, run things that 
aren't particularly used within the meta. I, as I we were talking earlier with the with, um, running, I ran um, Cosmoflaw at this last showdown, and you you got back to me. He's like, "You ran a Cosmosol dot," and it's like, "Yeah, it's actually a good profile. <laughs> know how to leverage it, and you're you're in, on your terms, you know." <laughs> but yeah, it, it's so reinforcements they definitely are interesting i've been playing around with um building different uh combat groups and stuff like that and getting to your your five orders is pretty easy um yeah unlike a lot of the other factions you might not have the um new toys and uh you're definitely not leaning on well a lot of the Ariana, the one area, the one Ariana strength that you do lean on that you don't get usually is there's still an abundance, an abundance of mimetism. Yeah. Uh, that you can leverage to control the midfield. Yeah. Mostly you do it under marker states, but this is, yeah, no marker states with these units. But then again, uh, they come in close. Uh, most of them are around the 20 point ish or under it. So yeah, that's the, okay. that's why you can easily put in five, five units. Um, yeah, and you know, getting to seven isn't, uh, for with that plus two on your, uh, uh, was it the, the, the calm link is yeah. not that difficult. You're, you are, um, you are taking more of your, there's a lot of redundancy in it, which, yeah, Oh, it's good. Um, uh, so, and depending on the your your mission and the sector you're running, I think is going to play a big key factor in what we're going to be seeing people take in the reinforcements. Um, like if I'm running Caledonia, I'm probably going to be reaching for those uh, the beast hunters and. Um, uh, Mirage five because uh, levering Wallace to turn those two into regular orders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. going to be really efficient. But on the other hand, if I'm running uh, Cosmoflot, I'm not quite sure if I'm going to be taking Drock and Margo as reinforcements. I think I'd still rather take them as um, their regular parachute parachutist profiles, just because. Um, being able to drop Duroc directly into your opponent's deployment zone is so demolishing that I don't know if I want to sacrifice that in exchange yeah. for basically giving Margot an extra order and mimetism. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I, I love, I love Margot. Um, I don't know how many games I've walked her on uh through some uh launched some grenades at my opponent and then spent her last orders like okay she's in suppressed the fire deal with her yeah I'm, I'm i'm sometimes she's the one actually doing the killing while the rock is laying smoke so that she's not seen for her to go anywhere that you want her to go um yeah and that's another thing too is yeah. with with the um reinforcements profile Duroc loses the smoke which yeah, no is smoke. yeah huge because 
he's kind of a uh, he's kind of sitting out there like a, a, a you know a duck on the water waiting to be shot yeah. without that smoke Andy. yeah they, they both have pros and cons because under underwild they're they're cheaper when they come on as reinforcements um yeah if you have your reinforcements and you also keep these two off the board yeah that's also missing out uh, uh orders in your main force uh there's but yeah on the other hand you can get get into someone's backside um yeah you have some interesting options can do both though that's <laughs> yeah but that's what I was, I was saying i think they would i would consider taking them in uh caledonian um mm. big reason why is there's such an abundance of smoke in caledonia that you can use your gal legions your cameronians uh mcmurrow to cover the rock yeah. and then drock is still becoming regular because of wallace and, and you know margo's coming in with a, that ap rifle and um just bs14 in caledonian coming on coming in and on some flank uh to brutalize your opponent with that that could be Quite, quite the um, the tool, I think, in in Caledonia. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think we've talked a lot about uh, Mirage Five. How about we look at some of these other uh, profiles? What, what do you want to start with, Raymond? Uh, yeah, well, we already covered the Apache, which is yeah, over Apache, over how you yeah, well, say it. We we kind of talked about it where the uh, the only in the Merovingian faction. Yeah. Um, but I actually leveraging them as a reinforcement, I think would be a little bit better. And the reason why is they are going to be starting, you're bringing them on kind of right in the area that you want them, right in the midfield yeah. to really get up in your opponent's face and, um, you know, uh, crying havoc, you might say. Yeah, the, the, the AVA2 is like, I do a minimum of two and a maximum of two, because these are just too good to pass up uh, for reasons that, yeah, you can spend order, orders on them and they do damage. You don't spend orders on them, and as an arrow piece, uh, just a basic 13 jumping around, chain rifle uh, is just... Uh, something to deal with and also good in close combat so on the midfield they're they're exactly where they want to be uh i think they're also yeah chain rifle or or even taking that light shotgun version because yeah, in the active turn running around with a burst three template or burst four if you throw them into a link team yeah uh template that guy is going to be trading up in points when it comes to uh when getting him into the midfield when yeah. once he's in the midfield you know because uh yeah it, it might be a warband but it's not really because it hasn't hasn't got any impetuous so it's the one that takes cover so actually having the, the one with the gun it doesn't it's not a bad trade-off because you can actually uh have a firefight where your opponent does not automatically have that plus three yeah, exactly. And this is also one of those profiles to so say you are playing reinforcements and they've got their tag up in the midfield, but you still got to go do the objective. I wouldn't mind dropping him like right next to that tag, spending an order, just walking into base contact and leaving him 
Yeah, just locking someone in close combat. Deal with him. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't you have to spend orders on him? Just the one order to get him in close combat and just have him set there because if you any sort of big bulky armory unit that is not overly good in uh close combat this guy's they don't they want to they don't want to deal with this guy they're going to most likely try doing the uh the panel yeah uh resolution to it and just shoot into it and hope that your tag per, uh, makes all their armor safe. yeah i think that <laughs> that what might happen is what my opponents immediately do because i'm always the one that either puts an irmandino or anything into close combat with someone's tag and just take the risk, fire at the Apache, and just hope that you don't hit your uh, your your own tag too often. With uh, so use your lightest gun and hope that the armor of the tag holds if you miss him. <laughs> and try to <laughs> scrape the fly off your tag and and with a gun. Yeah, they might be sitting there for a while too because yeah, yeah. he's armor one, but that no, no uh, that. Uh... No wound. no wound in cap. He might be there for a second that they have to deal with him. Yeah, it's a, it's a hard thing to, to, to shift. <laughs> Either by combat, uh, by the tag itself, or something that tries to shoot it off. Or hit it off, even. Because if, if you are like, yeah, yeah I'm going to go into combat and have two, uh, two hits with it. Yeah, it's still CC22, Natural Born Warrior. Yeah, especially like if you're getting into your cl- uh, fight with your... Um martial arts skill but they don't have a high cc like your cc i'd say 21s through 23s that yeah they rely heavily upon that that martial arts skill and you're getting in there with that uh natural born warrior and just like okay i'm burst too and i can i'm I, i'm linkable so i could also bring in more dudes to make more burst for me but you're you're, you're you can really mess up someone's and plans with that frenzy is fun, fun as well. Yeah, you take away your your armor, but then it becomes a proper uh, proper uh, proper warband. Yeah, and we we like our warbands, you know, uh, jumping into the fray and um, slicing and dicing. Yeah, for me, it's like kill something, get a free order in the next turn. Yeah, pretty much. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty uh, awesome. Yeah. So- Speaking of warbands, so we uh, talk about probably one of the, I think one of the bigger highlights of reinforcement of uh, being Wolfgang. Yeah, Wolfgang is one that's always passed over, and mostly because it's yeah, it's an in, in other armies it's an expensive troop, but pretty short range, like the multi rifle. But now that that hang up is taken away because you drop it in the middle of the table. Yeah, like back. And for first drop, I actually liked taking Wolfgang in Merovingia because he was a wild card that you could throw into anywhere, and he was just a, a really good tool piece of helping protect whatever sort of link team you're with because of his. He's actually pretty scary in close combat with that uh, Paris CC weapon, Berserk, um, and martial arts. Yeah, so he, he was pretty scary that way, but once he got re- removed from being able to keep your link teams pure i started shying away from a little bit more to keep in favor of the higher ballista skill because one thing that merovingia lacked uh, lacked in unless you're bringing margo was uh good ballista skill gunfighters yeah 
But here in reinforcements, he's right where he wants to be. Yeah, that multi-rifle with plus one burst, you can solo him as a piece, or he does count as a um, a brisk card or, or a loop guru. So, yeah, he can keep all the bonuses, be both an effective gunfighter and close combat piece. Yeah, yeah, and especially if you got if you if vanilla Ariana where you you are not uh, hassling with the rest of your army for cores and heresis, uh, this guy can easily be in a core and take all the bonuses and uh, yeah perform. Yeah, like throwing him in with some <clears throat> even just a Harris of uh, a loop guru and maybe an Apache just to keep it cheap. So you have other, you can keep um, other orders to feed him. He's going to put some work out with that multi-rifle. Um, I've told, as I've told people once and for dropped our piercing is King. Once, once the um, ru- rules to crits changed, it became so abundantly clear to me that, people are going to start bringing back those heavily armored pieces and you're going to need some way to deal with it. And a multi-rifle, you've got options there. You can throw in the AP to take on your heavy infantry or tags. You can throw out DA um, to just throw out massive amounts of damage, especially in the reactive turn or shock. If you're um, just trying to take on a bunch of uh, low armored mooks that are not, shock immune throw shock at him and just delete things yeah it's a shame that 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 two the two of the cheapest loop gurus uh with uh two apaches and a wolf gang is 105 points yeah because yeah. yeah. then uh, we could put him at the uh, ballistic skill 15 yeah that that that's a whole other bear opening up um how like how easily you can get to 100 points and i actually feel bad for a lot of the other um factions because like as a panel player i really want to run that new uh, was it the squalos yeah but you're looking at like your entire reinforcement group with just the one uh the one profile and i haven't looked at pano's reinforcements it didn't seem like well i guess they got their bots to try to help bring points down but even then you're still running you know you you i don't think if you're going to be running that squash you're not going to be getting your uh your five order efficiency that way you're so at least with like if i am running something a little more expensive with Ariana, I can like go to like the Moblos or um, Margo, and she's got that tack awareness to kind of help make up for maybe not bringing that fifth guy, uh, fifth or sixth guy along, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in my case, I would I would say uh, I would make a four man team and just have so I can push at least Wolfgang's ballistic skill to 13. Uh, and have, yeah. have some six cents on them, um, and then throw in like a beast hunter or something in there yeah. just to, or even 
a uh, a 112 because having a doctor in the midfield, not bad. It's like, hey, um, you see, see those dog faces over there that are that are taking a dirt nap? Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the, the Baroness has this, this was taken out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, your opponent. He needs to go give your opponent some more bear hugs. Yeah, yeah. Fish sixteen, go back at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, for me, I think Vanilla uh, easily uh, Wolfgang to uh, to uh, two Apaches, one Loop Guru, uh, and the Doctor, and just go at it. Yeah. Or if you want a bit, a bit of a bigger gun, yeah, you can always go for the Moblo with uh, heavy machine gun and tactical wear disorder. Because oh man, those Moblos with tactical awareness. I that awesome. yeah, I, I love Moblos. I I think that um, they're just a very unique um, profile. I usually in when I when running uh, Merovingia, I'm always reaching for that Moblo Sapper uh, HMG just yeah. because it's such a good profile and I, I know it's not the best order efficiency but doing the walk up to a corner where you can't see me uh, spend an entire order going to Sapper State then basically getting to peek the corner for free and gain mimetism when you do it and then just start laying waste to whatever's in front of you yeah yeah yeah, and, uh, but um, the, the the original model was is still one of the models that got me into Infinity, so <laughs> it's good oh, to I've... see. I I hope that the Moblots got a bit of a change, and I would have expected that they would get an extra wound or something to make them bigger. But this tactical awareness, yeah, that that's I think even smarter. Well, uh, tactical awareness and gaining mimetism on these yeah uh, reinforcement profiles. I wish that they would have given at least given the um, the regular uh, Moblos in um, Merovingia the tactical awareness because that would have really helped because they they are expensive for you're you're, you're paying pretty expensive yeah. for a armor three BTS three one wound heavy infantry yeah he's non hackable but it, when I think it's like twenty one points let me look at right here. It's like the cheapest option. 23 points is your cheapest option for either an AP rifle or a boarding shotgun. And here you're it's... starting into 29 with the paramedic with the boarding shotgun in the reinforcements variant, yeah. Yeah. You're praying for the tactical awareness but... and the mimetism. But, yeah, I think it's worth it. I, I there's, there's two profiles that really stand out to me when it comes to the, the reinforcements that I was like, Ooh, I really like that. Uh, first and foremost is being that, um, a piece spitfire plus yeah. one damage. That thing. If you know that you're going to be going up against a bunch of heavy armor. So if you're running against, uh, um, invincibles, uh, military orders, even Rama Task Force, because they, they like to have those bring those heavier armored units. That's something I'm probably I, I might be reaching for with that that Moblo um, AP Spitfire plus one damage. Yeah. Because you can throw him if you want to keep it cheap, make a Harris team, throw him in with a 
loop grew, the boarding shotgun loop grew. Yeah, I, if I'm running a loop grew, I'm pr I would prefer to run a uh, vi uh, viral rifle. But if I'm trying just to keep uh, things cheap, throw him in with the the um, the boarding shotgun loop grew and a 112. It's not pure, but it's cheap. He's getting in burst five, and you're paying 66 points for that. Yeah. So that gives you plenty of other space to uh, throw in other options to run and do mission. And so you can bring in another, um, uh, another uh, 112 to go basically do a freelance doctor work. Yeah. Or you can even bring in another Apache to make it a four-man team, so at least you're getting six cents. And you can really start running around and, you know, making people have very bad days. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. The uh, the other option, though, for Moblo that I looked at that I really, really liked was the that engineer profile. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of engineers, um, even though for Ariana we don't have have a lot of things that can be engineered it's but it's just the engineer profiles that we get in ariadna are some of the better engineer profiles if you ask me um yeah if you got actually, the cheapest in the form of the Armadino. <laughs> well the cheapest and the most abundant like i yeah. was a few years a few years ago I, I just out of curiosity i went through and calculate like i can't i don't have the numbers with me but I, I added up like all the engineer options through all the factions throughout infinity and by a long ways Ariadna can feel the most engineers and it's like we got tractor mules and now we do have the Chernobog but when I did this calculating it was before we even had the Chernobog it's like we have the most engineers but the, mo the least amount of things we can engineer yeah, because we're mostly non-hackable, so you would say, well, we can hack, engineer ourselves out of isolation and that kind of stuff, but that's not happening if you're non-hackable. <laughs> yeah, well, but you also got to keep remembering, like, even this guy, though, it brings up, he's probably one of my favorite mine profiles, that EM mine. Yeah. Um, that That's one of the reasons that I like this profile so much, is uh, that EM mine. It is a no heavy infantry rams or tags yeah. can go in this area. If you want to go in this area, you've got to deal with a camouflage marker and then get rid of the thing that's underneath it. Yeah, it's some, yeah, EM mines are pretty powerful. And if you can already bring them in the midfield, yeah, you already bring a tactical awareness order. So you, you get some mine laying for free if you don't do anything else with him. Yeah, and he's a WIT 13 engineer with D charges so and an ap rifle so he he's an okay gunfighter and he has something to take out those heavily armored units again yeah and with that uh, with that ap rifle he can go do uh classifieds as an engineer and if you're running a mission where you need to go blow something up he's got d charges so it's just a really good versatile option yeah multiple, and it's yeah. very similar to the engineer profile in like the regular Moblos, but he gain, gains the benefit of having mimetism and that tactical awareness order. 
Yeah, we also already said a little about the the, the, the loop Carus, mostly to they're my favorites for making a uh, a a team because yeah, they bring viral rifles, uh, uh, the X visor. Yeah, the viral rifle with that with that X visor. Um, it, it's really interesting um, that the reinforcement profile loses courage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that, I thought that was real interesting that the regular loop crew has courage, but the reinforcement loses courage and is still remains the, the same amount of points. So it's like... Might be an oversight. I don't that's know. just an interesting trade-off, you know? Yeah. But uh, real, some really good profiles. Um, probably the most um, shining of the loop guru profiles is if you're not going to be running, um, if you want to run a, a pure team and you want to keep it cheaper than um, running uh, Wolfgang, that viral marksman rifle is yeah, yeah. huge. Going for some BS Being able to <laughs> yeah, reach out and touch somebody yeah. with DA shock against uh, BTS is pretty significant it's, it's not i wouldn't throw that up against some, some tags i uh, when yeah. n4 first dropped i had a bad experience with running uh straight into a yodem with um some loop gurus and trying to take it out with a viral rifle it, needless to say i had to um immobilize it and then work around to the side of it to pump around into it to be finally put it down that yodem it was it was it was a very bad day for my merovingia yeah. <laughs> facing against that yodem <laughs> but any sort of other your your um low costing mooks that viral rifle it is going to be demolishing that that marksman that viral marksman rifle yeah yeah and i'm happy with the x visor if you combine it with the the, the board uh, boarding shotgun adhesive launcher one so you can uh, fire two shots instead of one and go for a much farther range. Like it goes yeah. from 16, it goes minus three, but with the X-Visor, it's easier to shoot something from afar while gaining maybe BS-15 because of your five-man five man team. So you can actually be a, a very nasty option for, like I say, a tag uh, to fire at it. Yeah, you're, you're going to have no bad range bands with that marksman rifle until you reach... Yeah. Um, 40, and then you're uh, uh, negative 3, which you're going to be outranging most HMGs Yeah. with that. Your HMGs, I think, are going to be setting at like negative 3, negative 6 when it starts reaching out to those ranges. Um, um, the one profile that I, I'm like really confused about that it's like Okay, why is this here? Is that that sniper rifle ver profile? I guess if you are wanting to drop down, where because that is a pretty big area you got to be considering that you're dropping these reinforcements into, dropping that that sniper rifle down into your deployment zone to do some coverage. It might be a good thing, but I I have a real hard time wanting to take it when I'd rather take more things that are going to be in your opponent's face on ground level, fighting them in the midfield instead of dropping something 
yeah back into my deployment zone yeah with the uh, with the brisk guards uh who their weapon set is mostly aimed at uh, longer ranges the marksman rifles the ap sniper rifles heavy rocket launcher uh they're a nice nice profile for your backfield but yeah from the middle oh yeah well I w- the msv1 Drop, is nice leaving though. behind the uh yeah, leaving behind the um, probably the um, the AP Spitfire. I love the AP Spitfire. I actually have a list for uh, regular Merovingia where I run an Overwatch team of Brisk cards because two snipe two of those AP sniper rifles and a heavy rocket launcher on Overwatch. Yeah, is pretty br- brutal. And then you throw a um, a motorized one one two to uh, do smoke tricks with with them because they have msv level one yeah on and if you're making a, a core team out of brisk cards six cents really helps drop down that negative and you can really start messing people's day up with those ap uh, spitfires or that heavy rocket launcher yes for sure but yeah brisk cards are i think they're pretty good uh mostly reaching for those marksman rifles and then you probably going to try to supplement them with a moblo but at the same time they are expensive and if you're going to be doing running them yeah, it's probably, probably going to be they, a harris they, team that you're going to run them yeah i'm probably choosing loop gurus over briskards that's the that's the main thing yeah when, with running with running reinforcements i'm probably going to be reaching for those the loop guru just because they are cheaper uh, to keep my order efficiency where i want it um great profile Maybe I might consider maybe running the paramedic version as a solo piece just to be able to go um, do classifieds and maybe do some um, uh, skirmish hunting with those because he does have MSV level one. And especially in some of your factions in Ariadna that don't have an abundance of MSV, bringing one of these to maybe just go do some skirmish hunting like. I could see it working out really well, pairing um, even just the regular marksman rifle um, brisk guard with uh, tack in running um, uh, antipodes or antipodes, however the internet wants to, to say yeah. the name. Uh, antipodes! These, could, I know. <laughs> <laughs> trying to, <laughs> trying to yeah, bring in a new one. <laughs> right. But yeah, this that I think those that that's a really good combo you got there because you've got your antipodes that you can run up and um, say you're playing against like another Ariadna player, um, a Shaz player, or any s- sort of spammy uh, camo spammy army, even JSA where they like to run their um, their ninjas. You run up, you move up your uh, your antipodes up into the midfield, do just a swathing sweep of sensor and then when you bring on your reinforcements with the the brisk card with that msv to go go in and just start picking off skirmishers at, at yeah um a decent range with that marksman rifle yeah this that's at least the uh, a thing to to uh yeah to, to think about using them because that msv1 helps taking out those mm-hmm. dudes yeah and you get up close, and that that assault pistol is nothing to sneeze at. I, I that's for sure. I yeah. love 
assault pistoling people. <laughs> yeah, that's it's it's don't no about the assault pistol. That's something the loop gurus don't have. They have a regular pistol, so you'll be yeah. shooting like yeah four or in a group, yeah in a, in, a, in a racial core five shots. Yeah, maybe I I was too harsh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, I I think there's a niche area for running them, and I would love to see people. We'll try to run them. I personally, if I'm probably going to be bringing one of the brisk cards, I'm going to probably be bringing just one as a solo piece to probably that paramedic or forward observer to go do missions. Um, and uh, maybe do some skirmish, uh, skirmisher hunting. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I know we're jumping all over the place here. Yeah, let's do the, um, the, the power commandos because that's, that's also a nice pro focus. One of the things you want, you probably want, is when you have a five-order group, or when you maybe push in the com link, you get six, is that you get more orders to spend. And the power commando got NCO, so you can spend your lieutenant order on the on these guys. Yeah, that's that that's probably one of the uh, one of the few reasons why I might take a para command one a reinforcements para commando. Um, in in Merovingia or um, Co uh, Cosmoflot is being able to um, uh, use up that NCO because oftentimes um, with running those two factions, my lieutenant order usually goes unused because I don't want to you know who my lieutenant is or, or yeah. like I don't want to my lieutenant's usually in a link team um, and I would rather not break the link team to use his order. Yeah. But here, here using it on the paracommando, I, I love the paracommandos. They are such a great um, a profile. And that even just the, like this version in the in the, um, the in the reinforcements, you only got the one option for the boarding shotgun. Mm -hmm. But the regular one, you get the other boarding shotgun. I like taking that profile just because even it's, it's not a bad profile. Um, but with, with the, with the reinforcements, you have a whip 14 flash pulse forward observer that you are dealing with. Yeah. With mimetism. I, I don't know how many times in ARO, this guy has just made my opponent so frustrated because i'm sitting there going he comes up on me and like flash pulse flash pulse flash pulse just just blinding your opponent with that <laughs> at 14 and they're they're a great um solo piece to, for taking out back lines even at like uh salt lake showdown this year i was playing against an opponent who was running oss and the table we were on, there was a massive warehouse, like not quite in the middle. It was in, it was in the midfield, but it was just offset to the side a little bit. So you kind of had one side of the table that was uber close combat fighting. And then the, the other side of the table was more of your long range fighting, which was a, a pretty good setup. Um, so we uh, like so for him and I we had our I had my uh, Cosmo Soldat with portable auto cannon on that side and he had his uh, Bikini uh, core team and they were staring each other down on that side but on the other side of his 
he had a bunch of low uh, low buildings and uh, scatter train that his mm-hmm. guys were hiding behind on the other side of this warehouse. And I just walked in my paracommando on that side and literally just destroyed um, that whole flank and, and ended up taking out his lieutenant. So he was in turn two, was in loss of lieutenant, which oh. benefited me really well. Yeah. I wasn't aiming to do that. I was just trying to take orders from him. But hey, if I'm going to throw you in loss of lieutenant with a paracommando... Why not? Chasseurs is also Chasseurs. Yeah. Chasseur. They're they're hell of a cheaper because of their non-marker state. Like they go, the the regular goes for at least twenty for the forward observer. Yeah, I think it's sixteen points or something. Oh, here, let me. I can look it up right here. Yeah. Oh no, that's stupid finger. It's fifteen for the reinforcement one without uh, without uh, marker state. Yeah, and it's 19 points for the regular non, yeah, uh, either the adhesive launcher or just the regular uh, chasseur. And yeah, 15 points for these two pro, which they're they're not bad. I uh, plus one, two burst, <laughs> plus two yeah, burst that, yeah. adhesive launcher. So you... <laughs> yeah, first first three adhesive launcher. That's going to that's that's going to cause someone to be frustrated. That that right there is a profile that even your um your local old twelve player is going to look at you and go, why, why? <laughs> yeah, this this. Uh, you you got a big little tag. Well, uh, now it's uh it's molten together. <laughs> Good luck with it. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. Do you have an engineer with you? Oh, wait, I've got like six. Do you want one of my... Mine? <laughs> you want to borrow one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that profile... I heard if your I, physics is you not as good as ours. Here, get glued. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, with, with the chasseurs, these profiles, they're, they're one of the ones... That, they're not going to be the first profiles I'm reaching for when it comes to reinforcements. Uh, mostly because, yeah, I, I would rather take um, something, uh, the chasseur, when I think of chasseur, I want to reach for something with the camouflage marker so I can really play with that sixth sense in the, cam, uh, the camouflage state. It's not as good as back in N3, but it's still something that you can play with a little bit in, in N4. But these aren't bad profiles, especially if you're trying to be uh, efficient with your orders and keeping them cheap um running them in vanilla wouldn't be that that bad you know because they are some skirmishers that you could really go forth and harass your opponent with yeah with that either that burst three adhesive launcher or running around and i'm i'm a, I'm a real big fan of mines I'm, I'm actually running uh once showdown ended i set my cosmo flawless up and I pick back up my tag, my tack, and my my goal with tack is at one point in time during a game have fifteen plus landmines on the field. <laughs> so far, I've only been able to reach twelve um, before my opponent. Uh, I ran out of orders. My opponent went through and started. Um, he was running mole rats, so monkeying. <laughs> 
Like, do you do you want to you want to play for your uh, your uh, your objectives maybe or um, no 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 I'm just here digging. You just want to dodge, you know. You're going to spend your whole turn dodging, yeah. which I'm okay with. You know, it's like in my opinion, an order's well spent. Yeah, but yeah. So and the it's a Ford Observer profile, so you can um, lever it to go do objectives and. One thing that you know a lot of people forget with Ariadna is we've got some pretty good guided REMs, and between this forward observer and the um, the, the paracommando forward observer, you could really do some lay down some hate with going out forward observing um, some sort of link team that's moved up into the midfield, and then just bombard burning it with your tractor mules yeah 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 i'm, so I'm gonna they're not they're not, I'm, they're I'm not a bad profile yeah, yeah go ahead I'm, I'm gonna at least try that adhesive one because it's just something oh, I, I, that that's gonna if that's gonna end up in quite a few meme lists i think yeah when it comes to running any sort of uh, reinforcement event is if you if your opponent hands you his list and we're reinforcements of open information you look down at it and you see that adhesive launcher plus two birds you're you're gonna look at your, up your opponent and go we're, we're playing this game really <laughs> you keep your order it's not dead <laughs> it's not dead it's i don't know what's worse at least with uh, when you're isolated you can still move the guy around and possibly do something with it with this it's just stuck there <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah chasseurs good profile i don't think that for me personally that would be the first one i'm reaching for but when i'm getting to the close to the end of filling out my reinforcement list this is definitely something i might consider um reaching for just to uh fill out that and have a piece to go and kind of harass or push more button pusher yeah. just because pushing buttons wins missions yeah that's your well the, the one with two we already covered good doctor in the midfield uh um, great fantastic doctor yeah they're in the midfield so and you availability too so it's your second cheapest option for something to take so it is another one of those but i think i'm i'm reaching for this a lot earlier to help fill out uh, Harris teams, or just to be a yeah. good midfield uh, button pusher. So yeah, great option with the one one twelve. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, uh, it will see it's Beast see Hunters. Them. Yeah. This one's interesting being here for me. It's like, okay, it's a mercenary that we're like, hey, um, we got some guys in trouble. Go. Go grab one of those mercs out in the field and throw them in that uh, that helo over there and go help out, <laughs> yeah. out our, our brothers in arms. But I can't I can't complain too much. They are a devastating midfield piece, uh, and it's really really easy to trade up with these things. Yeah. Um, with that heavy flamethrower, um, even the tactical the tactical bow. Panzerfaust. Yeah, it is the, irregular, it's just, but it's probably an irregular that I would already spend 
because I want this guy moving around, heavy flamethrowering things. Well, and go going, going back to Netherlands. when I was talking earlier, this is something I definitely would be reaching for in Caledonia or yeah, even in Cosmoplot. Yeah, yeah you, you're, if you're bringing Wallace as your lieutenant, it's a cheap order that you're going to make regular that your reinforcements will love to use. Especially in the reinforcement setting, I would definitely take Wallace because you're, 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 you're at max 12, 12 guys in your, uh, in your main, uh, main team. So mm -hmm. you have a much harder time of filling, uh, of yeah, taking cheap stuff in all the positions. So yeah, I, I've, I've been playing around with that. And I've, I've actually found myself with, when building a reinforcement list and then going and trying to make my main group, trying to figure out what that would look like. You're going to believe how many times with both the um, Galwegians or my um, uh, Ermandinos, I'm reading, reaching for that boarding shotgun profile just to <laughs> fill out some points because <laughs> it's like I've got a bunch of cheap guys here. I don't really want to change anyone out, but I need to fill out some points here. Oh, um, let's let's take this um, this guy that's just got a gathering dust chain in my box because I mostly take the chain rifle, dude. <laughs> well, that's the thing, you know. It's having the boarding shotgun is not a bad option with those profiles because you're you're burst too. Yeah, you, you can still drop down two templates. Yeah, it's not going to really reach out and touch somebody as far as the chain rifle does yeah big template is but you wouldn't believe how many times like even with that um the uh the infiltrating grunt i ran him um last year for showdown and i just walk up on people who were tonga lined behind their their link team was tonga lined behind a building and just lay down two templates and no more link team yeah yeah, it's a hard. So, it's always a hard choice if you have to. Like, yeah, if you if you get a good chance to be chain rifled, you dodge. Yeah, the worst thing that uh, Irmandino can come up with is is trying a pistol. But yeah, with a, with a boarding shotgun, it's a plus six hit. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. So in like for me, I'm always like I think the 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 the, uh, the shotguns need to change because it's an it's an awful cho choice either way you put it you either get a you get either get a plus six shot against you or you get a, you get a template so yeah it, it shotguns are the uh, the new six sense level one yeah you can't make a good choice either way no no <laughs> but yeah, beast hunters pretty good profile they're great for going in harassing the midfield um taking one of these and two um apaches and just turning them loose don't even throwing throw, not even throwing them in a link team just turning those three things loose that's actually one thing i've been playing around with um is if my opponent is able to drop his reinforcements first seeing where he, he ends up afterwards and then dropping my reinforcements literally on top of his with all these close combat units yeah that that's that's going to be a bad day for my opponent having to deal with all these things yeah and he's, so, he's, a, he's a great option for missions where you have to explode something because it's da close combat weapon with plus two damage so 
two hits on 15s against uh, an AC2 is also great. Yeah. With a, with a, uh, yeah, with a, with a good uh, close combat uh, skill of 21. Yeah. Great dude. Yeah, and with... Uh, yeah, you're going to be still dropping on your half the table. Yeah. But with that train total and CB's fascination of late with uh, trying to implement more train rules, which I don't think is a bad thing. I know that's a hot take, but I don't think CB trying to uh, implement because uh, you're paying for these points. Might as well have mission where they're where in there. Yeah, they're gonna yeah where they're in there. Um, but these guys it, with that train total in some missions, they can really work their way up the field to get stuff done. Yeah, especially so. if you if you, if you're laying those templates before with the deployment, either they're zero G or. Uh... Whatever it's uh, now, <laughs> but we know all know the well, templates. Unless you have terrain, then and, then it's awesome to uh, give give yourself a speed boost when you're when you're moving over these things. Yeah, and if you get that speed boost and you've got that, you you bring the the AP mines plus one damage. Hey, more cow mo more cow markers in the midfield. That's just what your opponent wants from an Ariadna player, right? <laughs> <laughs> They want to get empty sheets. They're happy, so it's very, yeah, you know what you get. Nothing. <laughs> and then the last guy uh, that we didn't cover. Well, that's, well, we got, two, or, we got two, two profiles still left to cover. We've got the war drivers and... Oh, yeah. And, I'm, I'm all forgetting about the war drivers. And Chuck Brandt. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Yeah, we'll do the war drivers real quick, actually. Um I know a lot of people don't like the war driver. I'm actually finding myself reaching for it a lot more uh, in N4, especially when I'm running TAC, um, USR, or uh, Cosmo, because the one thing that all three of those factions have in common, hackable heavy infantry and a tag. I, am, I find myself reaching for this a lot. I've actually possessed several tags since N4 has dropped because I keep reaching for this uh, war driver, uh, the war driver profile, and it's it is super hilarious when the Ariadna player takes control of the Pano tag and starts <laughs> beating Pano with their own tag that they brought to beat me with. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm actually also not that bad on the war driver because yeah, like you said, but. We we have a lot of uh, Cosmoflot and other armies. We don't spend uh, always spend in Caledonia. There 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 are forces where you don't spend all your SWC, and you still need a specialist. So that one SWC doesn't matter that much because you're not spending that any anywho. And then you have a hacker with six cents, which is also very handy because if there's any stealthy dudes running around while there's this zone of control of a hacker that can at least uh, try to uh, get it into marker state or uh, or, or slow it down slow even, it you down. know just like there's yeah. a there's a there's a 16 inch bubble that you're either going to have to go through risk being hacked or you you're going to have to go in and try to not to get hacked by it yeah so I'm actually I'm I'm finding it a nice um, thing on the defense, either to 
something walks in, you you target it. Yeah, you don't throw a guided at it, but anything that it comes into contact with will have now got a plus three to shoot at it. Yeah. So, and here's another thing too. Uh, you got to really consider with the uniqueness of the reinforcement profile. I don't think a lot of people have been paying attention to this. I kind of touched at this a little bit earlier, talking about the squallows and the um, the the panel player going to have to be reaching for his rims. Yeah. He's going to have to be reaching for his rims. And this is a hacker. It's going to be starting in the same place. Those rims are and the end. Uh, there's that whole thing. I was like dropping your reinforcements literally on top of your opponents. Say your opponent's got a bunch of rims that he brought and they're all down on the middle. And you find this nice little spot that you can put your war driver right in the middle of all those rims where if any of them do anything, Oh, I'm going to hack you pretty good profile. And you're starting it out in the midfield where, which is where I really usually try to get my, um, my war driver is moving it up to the midfield just to be a harassment piece on the defensive side against my opponent. Yeah. 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 And I don't, yeah, it's, it's cheap. Uh, nobody expects a hacker from Ariana. No, uh, it has the six cents so no, nothing will, uh, will, uh, will go unnoticed by it. I think it's uh, I think it's useful. Uh, it's like yeah, it's 14 points and one SWC, and you don't spend any any SWC anyway. What's the harm? Try it. Yeah, this I'm actually I'm wanting to try this profile um, with running reinforcements in my Caldonia with um, Isabella. That gives you two massive areas, and Isabella. You can really make a with Caldonia. You can make a anti-tag Harris team, really, really, and it's so fun to run. And then if you have her um, in a Harris team with um, the Harris team, I like to run is the um, oh man, names just left me, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, the Mormir, yeah, uh, uh, the Mormir T2 rifle, and then the uh, Highlander Gray. Um, T2 rifle. I know a lot of people like the T2 boarding shotgun, but I really like that the the T2 rifle because your plus one burst light shotgun and in a Harris team that's that's burst four light mm -hmm. shotgun. Mm -hmm. So, but it, that you have the Highlander Gray, the Mormir uh, T2 rifle, and Isabella. That Harris team right there is literally anti-armor and anti-tag uh, you you don't want your yeah. um any of your heavy infantry or any sort of heavy unit heading towards that so you between uh so i really want to play with that harris team and then also have a um reinforcement war driver dropping in and just creating no good options for my opponent to try to overrun me with their tag you know yeah they were expecting, oh, I can easily play a tag list against this Ariana player. What's the harm? And then there are two hackers on the table and actually a lot of AP. <laughs> oh, and there's a portable auto cannon somewhere. Yeah. Find it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I guess last, definitely not least, is um, Jacques Brandt. Brandt. Yeah. Brandt. Yeah. The. the uh, he brings uh, two nice profiles, I think. Also the NCO, so that's very handy to uh, 
spend those lieutenant orders. I, I was actually kind of really surprised when we finally got uh, Bront's profile that he didn't have chain of command because we saw in a lot of the other um, reinforcements that uh, there was abundance of chain of command. Yeah, and dropping in. So I, I, I was like convinced that it's like because Bront and Merovingia like I'd say six times six seven times out of ten Bront is going to be your lieutenant yeah so it's like it would make sense if you had him as a chain of command profile but then you know I'm not complaining about NCO it was just kind of a true huh yeah. okay that I didn't see that coming but no great Bront yeah, you got the one... is a vicious piece, especially yeah. if you have never fought against him before. Um, yeah, I, I use, really this, just... uh, use this uh, regular one uh, easily a lot because uh, it's it's a marker state spitfire that all of a sudden no, everyone expects that there are strelocks and chasseurs under that, and then all of a sudden uh, a, sp a spitfire uh, turns the AP up. Spitfire. <laughs> So that's uh, that, that's pretty solid, but now that it, in a non-marker state with NCO, um, yeah, that can also be a, a nice AP Spitfire chain cold one. So you got something for the short range, the chain cold, but the AP Spitfire, yeah, that that, that will scare uh, heavy armored dudes. And the T2 rifle one with light shotgun is also very nice. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. You Definitely would have to be levering that to uh, try to catch your opponents outside of cover. Um, yeah. With I, I find I, I love T two rifles, but it seems like ever since the crit rule changed, my my dice don't like rolling crits with T two anymore. And the way T two works with crits is, I don't know how many times I've had to uh, my opponent. I told my opponent, okay, I crit you, and I, I did this, and they just pick up dice and start getting ready to roll. I have to go stop. stop. So, 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 so. crits work differently with t2 and i have to walk it through how like your the crit roll is just normal damage so you need to roll these dice as t2 damage and then these this dice or these dice as, yeah as i don't know why they did it because with all the other uh mo's yeah this you just get an extra hit but it still gets all the effects and somehow the they they might be the salt mine probably uh, complained enough about it, and that's why they they decided to go that way. Because now, yeah, you have to roll the one where you don't get two wounds, and then roll the one where you, where you do get the two wounds. Yep, but it's it's definitely a way if you're trying to save on points for him. the The one thing is, is if you're wanting to make him uh, pure, you're going to have to run him with brisk cards yeah so which was which was interesting that uh wolfgang can be both loop guru and brisk cards but uh bront can only be um brisk cards yeah that's just the just the charisma of wolfgang <laughs> i think the intimidation yeah the intimidation you mean like I, i've read some of <laughs> his um his lore and he is not a nice individual. <laughs> we are pure, but you're a whole different. We are pure. All right, Mr. Mr. Wolf, sir. <laughs> Mr. Amadeus, sir. Wolf, sir. 
All right. Yeah. This... yeah overall, I I wasn't. Um, I, I'll admit when I first when reinforcements first dropped, especially like when we just got the videos, I wasn't the happiest. I I, I was kind of like, though well, that felt kind of like a letdown. But I can't complain too much, especially after seeing what happened to Toha. Um, sorry, uh, there, Cody. But yeah, Ariana actually made out pretty okay, I think, especially where we are able to take the the com lo- the, the com link, yeah, uh, plus two, and it's not too difficult to fill out in your reinforcement seven orders you are going to be sacrificing um your pure link teams and some of your um more heavy hitting power for like uh, your your gun fighter heavy hitting power but you'll be making it up for pure terror in the midfield and in close close range yeah 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 i think uh the reinforcements are uh are pretty solid because you get a lot of units, especially in the, that you can either core or reese that can cover all the fire fire lanes from yeah from Moblos with uh, with with HMGs to Briscards with assault pistols. There's there's always something that you can uh, uh, can outshine on every uh, every every range band. Plus they can be very sturdy now with the Apaches that that have no wound tin cap and immunity shock. Uh, so you can uh, really bring some from some sturdier dudes, and yeah, ha- have a bit more tricksy units in the form of the chasseur um, with the three with the three adhesive launcher shots. Um, yeah, and the pair commando that yeah. that they're, they're pretty sneaky. Yeah, so um, you can bring a yeah. I I, I see myself bringing. Uh, different teams there's not just one team that i think is the strongest uh, except for yeah i will probably always take two apaches to the battlefield but yeah. from that point on uh it can be uh, a, a reese with a moblot or with a, with a, with a loop guru or uh or or keep them uh separate and just bring the equipment mirage team so yeah, I've seen myself. You, I think I'll go. I will do. I can see good use for everything. Yeah, I, I find myself often, to, oftentimes reaching for two to the Apaches, and usually one of the one one twelves, just because of the cheapness and it's a fantastic unit to have in the midfield. Yeah, and then filling it out from there. And those two seats can easily be taken by either Wolfgang or yeah, or the equip Mirage or yeah. Yeah, you've got you've got some pretty yeah. good gunfighters. I think the gunfighters that we will most likely be seeing uh, the reinforcements is Wolfgang, the the Moblo, yeah. and honestly the Loot Guru uh, Marksman Viral Rifle. Yeah, I think those are probably going to be your three main gunfighters that you'll see the most often um, when it comes to the Ariadna reinforcements. Just because those units can reach out and touch somebody, and you have options with them. Yeah, but. Yeah, Ariana's in a great place, and you you can spend a while and not build the same list twice, and it's going to change from uh, sectorial to sectorial. Like, I don't think I'll uh, be running the same um, reinforcements group for, say, Caledonia that I would be for USR, just because there's different options I need filled for 
the different factions. Yeah. And so I want to reach for different things. Um, and like, I don't know if I'd be taking a beast hunter and say, um, Merovingia or Caledonia or Cosmoflot just be, well, maybe Cosmoflot, yeah. uh, just because that irregular yeah. order. Um, oh, yeah. but I definitely would be reaching for, for Cosmoflot and, and for, um, Caledonia just because Wallace can turn it. But it, uh, with Cosmo, it's yeah, am I taking Wallace? Yes or no? Well, it depends. I, I think, and that's what we can talk about because reinforcements also means that yeah, the, your normal three hundred point fifteen unit list, uh, and mostly as Ariana, you're always filling that out because uh, uh, it can be be done easily with uh, a lot of cheap war bands. Now it turns into a ten to twelve. Uh, yeah. max uh, list of 250 points uh, where one seat is taken by a comlink dude um, one sweet one one seat and half a swick yeah half a swick on the <laughs> so you get you got like uh, yeah you got uh, 200 mostly 220 something points spending and four and a half swick to spend uh, on the rest of your list. And I think, uh, yeah, we, me at I least, when I looked that on, yeah, hmm? but go, uh, I was gonna say, I, I, we kind of, I kind of touched that on there earlier, like when I was going through and building lists. Yeah. Uh, a lot of my cheap warbands, I was ended up reaching for more of the more expensive profiles just because I had, I, I, all my other things were filled out the way I wanted them to be. It's like, I don't, my, my core team, I've got that set up because I've got, I got my gunfighter. Uh, I've got my uh, doctor, got my lieutenant, yeah. um, got my button pusher in there, and I don't really want to change those much because then I'm I'm actually by upgrading the profile, I'm sacrificing something that I need for the mission. Yeah. But then I get my warbands and go, hey, um, that boarding shotgun profiles actually will fit in, in real nicely and fill out those points, and I'm getting an extra burst on my. Uh, my templates that I'm dropping on people. So yeah, yeah why not? <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I'm mostly with, with my list making, I'm, I'm starting, especially with Ariana, I'm starting to uh, look at profiles that I did use in N3, but not in N4. And now starting to get my interest again because of the, uh, smaller unit count and the point that you actually want your opponent to shoot a hundred points off you, uh, so that you can easily bring in your reinforcements. Unless you're Robert Shepard. <laughs> Unless you're Robert Shepard and you bring hundred and fifty points, mostly filled with Galwegian list. <laughs> That's also a way to do it. Like uh, I don't, I, I can start from turn one with my uh, reinforcements and try to fight your my two hundred and fifty army against your three hundred and fifty army. Uh, it, it it can be done, but um, yeah, and actually there's... I definitely think we'll be re seeing a resurge of um, standing hard ARO units yeah. for reinforcements um, because if you are <clears throat> that player going second, you want to slow down your opponent, but then you also want things to die so you can bring on your reinforcements. Yeah. I know that sounds really weird it's it's really weird to say because usually when with playing this game you want things not to die um 
And on the other hand, too, it's going to be interesting to see what your opponents do to avoid you being able to bring on your reinforcements until they want you to bring them on. Yeah. Because uh, you saw null deployments with N4 before the reinforcements. You saw null deployments. Like, well, if I lose a guy, I probably, I by that point, lose three orders for a whole, uh, for three turns. You do that here as well, but with reinforcements, you save yourself on orders for bringing those units up the midfield. So you're actually, yeah, by losing units, you, you gain uh, momentum, you gain uh, ground. So it's not that hard uh, of a cal- calculus when you're losing uh, a, a unit in, in the early game because you can spend more orders on these five units because if you have to wait for them to come on on, uh, on on round three, then yeah, that's five orders and you're done with them. So if, the earlier time you get them in, the more orders you can spend on them. Uh, yeah. So this whole order management thing has really gone out the window. Well, it's definitely uh, I'm interesting. I know the internet's going to do what the internet's going to do, and people are complaining about it. But it's like, how about we get some games in first, and then and then then give us your hot takes? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I saw it, and I was like, oh, uh, uh, I want to arrow my units. The alpha strike is weaker. Um, these are the things I I was uh, actually a bit. Uh, uh, sore, sore about because I saw a lot of games ending up and just I'm just going to wreck my opponent from turn one and he's never going to re- recover again. Uh, game's over. Um, yeah. And uh, and the best games that I, I don't know about you, but the, the, that are like three turns of yeah hard puzzling about how you can deal mu- uh, enough damage but still are able to do objectives. Yeah. Like I don't want to have to ten zero wipeouts. That's that's not that's not of an interest for me either on the winning or losing side. Yeah, yeah the one of the funnest games at this last showdown that I played um, was against um, a fellow name of Curtis from Las Vegas. One, of the, so a real great guy. Shout out to Curtis. Um, if you want to meet Curtis, come to Sin City Smackdown. Yeah. Um, but I, I challenged him turn one um, at showdown, and it was one of the best like. Curtis and I have played before and it's always been fun games. Like I played him at a showdown a few years, a few years ago. Uh, I was running Caledonia then, and I basically mopped the floor with him. We had a good time, but I mopped the floor with him. This one though, he was really handing it to me, but at the same time, uh, I was doing the objectives and so he, his last two turns, basically, he was spending trying to play catch up, and he he, he caught up and absolutely cringed me. Mm-hmm. But it was such a fun game because that heavy back and forth of, oh crap, I got to go pull weapons from the panel plea because you currently have more than me, and <laughs> so running over trying to get those done and having to knock more of my units off the panel pleas that are setting them, going no stay. Go back. Go away. <laughs> but so, yeah, it's some of the funnest games are the ones where th- they can be close like that. And there has been a abundance I I have seen with people, the game being determined at the end of uh, not even uh, round one, turn one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, 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 and 
honestly a big part of that i think is we've built this meta of uh no standing aros like people always are getting on and going how do you stop bears bears are so overpowered how do you stop bears stand up and shoot at it (laughs) yeah it's still immune but something's gonna stick the more bullets you put on it it's gonna go down yeah i've 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 played a strategy where my opponent had like two bears, but I saw that he really skimped on long range weaponry um, to do that. And I was sel- I myself was playing Ariana, and I just set everything up because I was like, well, uh, every every round counts. He 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 cannot throw under 19s forever. Uh, there is a point where uh, all these arrows either he has to stop and throw smoke. Uh, and from that point on, he cannot throw smoke as far that he can cover his whole lane. So I can take uh, more orders away. And by the end of it, uh, well, and, I, and yeah. That, that, as Ariana players, me. we actually got a really, really nice. Um, I, I, I'm going to check to make sure that it got put into vanilla. Yeah, it did. We got a really, really nice anti bear uh, tool. And I'm going to see if people use it. That being the Luke Guru Viral Sniper. Yeah. Ariana players, if you're you're struggling against another Ariana player running bears, you have an option now. Use it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm I'm looking. I'm I'm actually yeah. With this reinforcements, I'm already looking at my uh, N3 tactics, and that were mostly like fill your fill your midfield with marker units, bring tank hunters in marker state. So that your opponent is looking at all these markers and has to decide on, uh, do I just risk the biscuit or start discovering everything? Uh, if he decides to discover everything, that takes orders. So that's orders taken away from an alpha strike, orders taken away from getting your deployment zone. Yeah, you can. Uh, you have to uh, peel me away again. And that's, uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> playing mind games with my opponent and if he peels away mind games or mind games <laughs> yeah mind games and mind games yeah <laughs> yeah I've, uh, I've i've left chasseurs at the wayside i probably in a reinforcement list i will bring chasseur mine layers again which were a staple in n2 and in three uh tank hunters i will do again but also at at the at the, at the newer uh profiles like the cosmo soldat uh, I oh, saw I, one of I, your. Yeah, I, I would. I, would... I love that Cosmo Soldat, especially it when with um, in Cosmo Flot, you make a Harris team out of it. It's the the one I like to run. Cosmo Soldat, portable auto cannon, the uh, Stranic Doctor, and a Patcher. Yeah, it's not pure, but when you just got a guy up there with a big gun saying, "Deal with me." Yeah. It and you with it, um, with MSV level one on him, he can do smoke tricks. I was doing smoke tricks with that guy. Um, I didn't do a whole lot of them at Salt Lake Showdown, yeah. Um, but uh, leading up to it with all my practice games and things like that, I was I just keep a, a um, Ermandino close by, and his, his job was uh, throw smoke. And then at the last minute, run and go push a button. Yeah, I think, yeah, it, it being a very expensive dude, you have 48 points for the portal out again. But yeah, it's, it's, it, 
if it dies, it gets you closer to re- getting your reinforcements on the table. Uh, but to deal with it, especially in, in, in the Cosmo Flood, like two portable autocannon hits, do you really want to win? Do you really want to risk it? An explosive yeah, AP hit? <laughs> yeah, uh, I had an opponent who shot at him. He, I, I, uh, he won the face-to-face roll. And whenever I whenever I uh, go to make a roll, I always spill out every spell it out everything for my opponent. So I was like, okay, I'm armor six, plus three for cover. So I'm setting it a nine. I need like a five to pass. And he just stopped and looked at me and was like, "What did you say his armor was? <laughs> six? What?" <laughs> it's like, yeah, I've, I've had opponents that when I tell them the armor. Um, on that Cosmosol dot when I get to make a face-to-face, when I'm making a, I'm not a face-to-face, when I'm making an armor save, you just can see their heart drop yeah. when you tell them, oh, I'm, I'm needing like fours, I'm needing fives, I'm needing this. It's just like, what am I shooting at you yeah. for? This thing... <laughs> you go, ah, I will take out that guy. I got a full burst of a Spitfire or a Red Fury. It's like, oh, that's, yeah, that, that, they that, mistake you for being a... Uh, a um a vet Kazak without mimetism it's like yeah no but I got better armor than the vet Kazak. yeah <laughs> there's something to be said about it and yeah having explosive hits behind it so yeah that's 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 absolutely terrifying that's you i find more often than not when it comes to like t2 and portable auto cannons I know I'm giving away Ariadna secrets here. We miss half the time with them. <laughs> the The order of efficiency for us for bringing it, though, is I don't want to fight that because if if I fa- if I fail that face to face roll and if I fail that armor save, it's just gone. I've just lost a whole yeah. piece. You're 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 more playing mind games with your opponents with T two and yeah. the portable auto cannons than anything. <laughs> yeah, you 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 take a risk firing at that dude. Like if you win, yeah, it can shrug off the shots maybe with that heavy armor. If you lose, you're taking explosive hits, and yeah, yeah, you probably yeah. If you lose, you lose big with uh, with this kind of uh, unit. And people would say, well, it doesn't have the MSV two or uh, the mimetism. Yeah, but if it hits, it hits. It's got MSV one, and if it hits, it hits, and it's gonna hurt. Yeah. And the one good option with running it in the in Cosmo uh, Cosmo Flot is the Harris team gives you burst two. So it, uh, for the Ariana players, he actually increases your chances of actually yeah. killing something because yeah, your burst three and active turn, and that's that's a whole lot of fun when you're yeah. blowing guys off the table through smoke with a portable auto cannon, but in your opponent's active turn, your burst too, and they, they still don't want to fight it. No, 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 for sure. And in and, and a Harissa test, burst three, so. <laughs> yeah. It can, yeah. Uh, it can start a bombardment. Yeah, it's uh, it's more than a missile launcher. Yeah, you, you don't have to blast, but yeah, you sure do uh, get some extra burst and. Well, you still get the option of a missile launcher with your vocal lock and yeah. Cosmoflot, which it, uh, um, 
Full Salt Lake showdown. on one I, side, I, out to Cannon on the other. <laughs> I, I with with the two well, you saw the two lists I ran yeah. for. I I had the uh, the Volkalock HMG and the Portable Auto Cannon in one list, and the, but the other list I had. I had three good heavy hitters in that being the Volkalock missile launcher, the unknown ranger and the Chernobog. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> which that list took on the Marut and the Marut did it uh, at the end of round one the Marut was no longer on the table. No, no, it was, it was taken down by pure Ariadna hacking. <laughs> <laughs> Literally like the, my, I, I feel really bad for my opponent cause we were playing, um, decapitation and the table we were on i don't think he was paying enough attention to it because uh on it was the um corvus belly there the cardboard table that cor, uh, the car yeah for train that corvus belly's been putting out yeah it was one of those tables so they had a bunch of that terrain and the sniper tower that comes with that oh, yeah. was within 16 inches on one side of the table Oh, and I like to remind people we were playing decapitation. That was in my deployment zone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then right in front of it, from the base of that tower, clear over into my uh, running at a diagonal across the table, was just a huge fire lane. And my opponent opted to go first, so I deployed and was like, and I saw that 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 tower and was like, he's not getting that. I'm getting that. And I put the vocal lock up there in a pure five-man team literally my opponent spent his entire first turn trying to take out that vocal lock he finally did it but it was on his last his second to last order yeah and then i i put a wound or two on on the maru and so then the unknown ranger is just like cool let's just go around over here and shoot you now out of cover on this side yeah, that guy was already in the null deploy age. Already was a good arrow to have with his yeah with his total immunity uh, and putting him in a core team and 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 counting as pure. Where most of the other factions with the link team change lost their big heavy dude with a few little guys. Uh, we Cosmoflot kept it. So. And now in the reinforcement met, uh, meta, it will probably do even better because uh, your opponent has lesser orders to spend on uh, getting in. But yeah, he might in ARO cause your opponent to go uh, into a reinforcement state. <laughs> yeah, that, that list he, will okay, in, he, the... he will kill in reactive. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he'll he'll kill in reactive. That 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 list that I was saying where I had him with the Chernobog and the unknown rain. I ran that out of the uh, the five games at Salt Lake Showdown. I ran that three of the five games, and every time I filled filled that list, my opponents had the hardest time dealing with that vocal lock. Yeah, he died in two of the three games, but it took so much for my opponent to put that put that guy down. He was yeah, I, he was a he was an anvil that they were striking with a rubber mallet. Yeah, I'm an, uh, yeah, and for regular vanilla, I yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bring uh, bring back the tank hunter. Uh, oh, yeah. 
Tank I, Hunter never went away, in my opinion. I'll I'll run that in vanilla and in uh, tack. It just tack. I might choose the uh, the HM the APHMG sometimes over the portable auto cannon, but only sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the portal. <laughs> Portable auto cannon in there, yeah. Uh, like, yeah, for the for for the for the new kids who are listening to this uh, to uh, to Whip Twelve who are new to Infinity and never played in N three, uh, it's good to have a thing that you first have to discover. So if you're po- and and discover from a long way because the tank hunter, yeah, you you set them up somewhere uh, in your de- in your deployment zone. There was even a time when we had one ITS where. Medium infantry, which what he is, got uh, forward deployment level f- uh, four inches. Those were the days. <laughs> like starting oh. good range <laughs> from from oh. third one. <laughs> I kind of I kind of actually miss medium infantry getting forward deployment plus four inches. Um, tank hunters. Tank hunters are um, good. Oh, Mavericks were phenomenal yeah because they were medium infantry it's like here's a bike that's starting four inches up <laughs> yeah i, and, I, I had yeah. a load of fun with those lists that's really yeah you were you really have ariana was already so yet some guys already on the midfield and other guys were already out of the deployment zone there was not uh, not much left in your own deployment zone after that <laughs> oh no like so they're back in m3 um even today it's it still holds up up a little bit it's not as there we're not as much of the kings we used to be of the midfield but ariana was the kings of the midfield there was no one who controlled who could control the midfield like ariana between cow markers mines and everything else in between our well and our war bands we could control and just dominate the midfield and I think it's 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 worth it again, because um, especially if these reinforcements are coming in on the midfield, and you have all these markers there, like Foxtrot, Strelox, uh, Chasseurs. If you go with the vanilla list, you can really just wait out in reinforcement, and then they land uh, near you with all these mines and <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> flamethrowers again. Oh. You can really that's make the would... you can really make the drop zone hot. <laughs> oh yeah. I was uh I was I was telling uh, talking to a friend of mine, it's like that is gonna be um Ariana's strength when it comes to running reinforcements is if you have the option to go first, don't kill anything, mine the midfield. Just <laughs> absolutely cover the midfield with mines. Yeah. Because what you're then doing, and, and if you want, like, look at look at your table. Go. I want your reinforcements to be right here. So yeah. leave that area completely un, untouched, but mine up everything else. Just completely cover the midfield with those cow markers. Just make make your opponent have to make bad choices. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you could go over it on this side where there's it'd be more beneficial for you. But you've only got five, six orders, and you're gonna have to spend most of those dodging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and with a lot of missions, yeah, where the objectives are in the middle, like yeah, Oriana is there and 
doesn't have to push buttons. It can also just sabotage the whole environment with mines and marker states. And yeah, try pushing it if uh, <laughs> if you have to deal with all all the you crap. Can't push that, 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 that. The you, I was gonna say you can't push the button if you're spending your time dodging. Yeah, no. <laughs> and if you're not dodging, you're taking a damage thirteen hit and. And we've got options. That's either going to be shock, AP, or um, EM. Yeah. <laughs> what? Pick your poison. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've really the, the the more I think about it, the more I see my my N three lists just getting a revamp. <laughs> to, yeah, uh... the end. I see a lot of the N three style, especially for Ariana making uh, making a comeback. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially with vanilla. I, I had uh, like oh, I I started with playing them in four and like man, they the the lists have really differentiated with the bears and the bikes uh, who that got better and uh, I started to play less and less with with uh, with camo. Like yeah, you, you probably bring Axia, um, which is still a good option. I will. If I would make a reinforcement list, Axia, the Unknown Ranger, the Bears would probably be in there. <laughs> um, but like the old school stuff, like the Chasseurs and all that, yeah, I left them mostly by the wayside. But with, yeah, with reinforcements, I want to be on the midfield. I want to uh, sabotage my opponent coming in. Uh, I want some defensive arrows, so I want some tank cutters again. And yeah, I probably have less points to spend or less room to spend. Let let's say with twelve to really fill up on warbands, so well, I have more same time though, on the midfield stuff. There's some good expensive options that Ariadna can bring. Yeah, that I you don't see a lot op, uh, bring an option. That being Cosmos, Robot, yeah. the Ratnik, Blackjack, and the Chernobog. I, I know the Chernobog is being seen a lot more just because Ariadna is super excited about finally having their own tag that we can play with. Yeah. So that's um but those are three good expensive options you can bring as hard hitting pieces to go out, punch your opponent in the face. Don't punch them too hard now though. Don't want them to get their mm-hmm. reinforcements before you. Make them you know, hit them hard enough to make it hurt. But then hopefully you have enough of your stuff die so you can bring on your reinforcements first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, the Rodney, yeah, yeah, just bring that 50.1 with uh, with the AP Spitfire plus one burst. Uh, (laughs) Just just do a Havoc run of just firing, firing until it's dead. (laughs) Or even even the rocket launcher plus one burst is not bad because it's here, have burst three splash damage on everything. And with the popularity of a um uh uh link teams yeah people are going to be hanging out close to each other and there's always some opponent that wasn't paying close enough attention to how his spacing and hey i'm gonna hit all three of those guys right there yeah because mostly these these kind of profiles they they lost out on the more uh leaner like yeah the, the unknown ranger is still still a beast in any right but yeah if you have only uh, 12 slots to fill and more points to spend, uh, then it becomes an option to, next to the Unknown Ranger, take a, a Rednick or a General Bog or 
uh, or a Cosmos Soldat. And just have expensive do two, uh, two or three expensive dudes that you can fight to the death with. Uh, yeah. And by that work, uh, by that case, don't lose that many orders, but lose a lot of points and get your reinforcements in. So, yeah. um, another one that um, I really liked running this profile back in N3, he kind of saw um, a bit of a, a slup off for me with N4 but he might make a comeback with reinforcements is Vasily. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I running him as a Lieutenant. Yeah. You'll have to bring um, a chain of command, whether that be most likely, will most likely be your tank hunter chain of command, but he's 36 for. points for that marksman rifle uh, um, that you can drop in the midfield. And he's a good gunfighter T2 yeah. marksman rifle that you get. He's basically got tack awareness in and as long as you have um, a chain of command or if you're running him in um, tack, you bring a core team of veterans. And it's like, okay, I don't, I don't care if I go into loss of lieutenant. I've got four to five guys that are going to stay regular that I can play, still play the mission with. Yeah. He's, he's a fantastic option, and he's, he lays down some hate. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um... I uh, I tended to uh, use him as like in turn three like then when it doesn't matter if you lose your lieutenant to just have that lieutenant order and just run him out and uh, and and, uh, and and him being a specialist as well uh, to 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 flip the whole game on its head on his last turn like all of a sudden this this uh, camel marker starts moving and he has uh, he has dogged so. You don't take him out uh, full stop if you're not shooting shock at him. So uh, he, he he can go yeah. on and 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 make that last turn uh, ditch effort, um, which is really good at. Back back in M three when uh, I was running tack, my he was actually my favorite one of my favorite lieutenant options. And what I yeah. do is I ran tack with limited insertion back in M three. Yeah, that's because I was running a core team of uh, the veteran Kazakh and uh, Frontovics. Yeah, and all those guys have veteran, so I'm running. Uh, no matter, no matter what, yeah. actually, I had had six. I had six order, six or seven orders on the field that were veteran, and so I. Sealy was my turn one hit piece. I, I didn't. I didn't have chain chain of command. I just run him up the field, lay down some hate, and then let him die. And when he died, it's like, cool, I start my next turn, lost a lieutenant, but guess what? Majority of my order pool is still regular. Yeah. They don't care. And then, <laughs> it's like, yeah, camo, like camo Morats. <laughs> yeah, pr pretty much. That's that's what it was like. Because then I like I have like Pavel in there, and after Vasily was down, Pavel's getting his own order because he's going to go Pavel, you know. <laughs> but then I could spend... Uh, command token, a couple command tokens turned the whatever if if I needed uh, whatever orders I needed to regular. Yeah. But that that core team was going in and putting putting the screws to people. You know, they they were would it if you haven't faced off against the um uh attack veteran team. It's it's probably worse to deal with than the Joan Payne train, just because everything has 
Autism, <laughs> and they they can lay down some some meanness. Also, the assault pistols. So they can get close up. The long range. The, the front topic engineer with the light rocket launcher. That thing is so. Once the, my vet Kazak with AP uh, Spitfire would go down. Not uh, with uh, AP HMG. Sorry, would go down. That guy would become my main gunfighter because the closer I get to you, the better my burst becomes. I start out 24 inches using that light rock launcher, burst three. I get up uh, within 16, switch over to the T2 rifle. I'm uh, burst four. Yeah. I get up in your face at eight inches. I'm burst five with that assault <laughs> pistol. It's like Jaws coming closer, but with bullets. <laughs> and it gets scarier. Like rocket launcher. T2 rifle. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember playing against a Rama player, and he took he took out my um, uh, vet Kazakh, so he kind of thought he pulled the teeth out of my list. And then I just switched my uh, reform the link, make that guy the linked leader, and I keep getting closer, and he I just keep pulling out more and more dice to take him on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but um, like you say, uh, Pavel, you already uh, I think I also think Pavel will probably see more play now in the reinforcements because yeah, he he was. He's I don't know tad... if he ever really went away because you. I yeah, he's a tad expensive, list. so people were like, "He's ah, expensive." I could... He's one of those midfield pieces. He, he's a he's a missile. You throw him at something, it's gonna die. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what people liked about him. So. Yeah, like in the in the list where you have like 15 units, you probably go well. I can probably go better with an SAS because uh, it's also good in close combat and. Um, uh, and also a specialist in, in, in some cases. But yeah, but with Pavel, you, you get your berserker. So your berserker camouflage marker. So, and uh, yeah, I, I, my experience is with it. Yeah, you can always find find a way to use a Pavel. Because um, if you cannot get into close combat, that Ohotnik can shoot a, can shoot a while. So, uh, oh, yeah. I, I remember the first time I, I ran Pavel, I yeah. played against um, uh, a friend of mine, Cody. Uh, who's a, a Toha yeah. player? He's he's renowned for the the three the uh, three the Toha. Um, I was running up the midfield with Pavel. He'd go, okay, I discover. And I was like, cool. I move over this way, so that way now no one has anything of line of sight to me. And he'd make his he'd make his roll, and he kept he kept making his roll for his discover. I mean, that first time when he discovered him. And he's like, okay, what is this guy? So I, I read off the laundry list of <laughs> uh, things he have, and he looked at the table, and he could see I was making a beeline for um, uh, what, what's the the Toha tag again? I, I, the name? Oh, the Gorgos. Yeah, yeah. I was making a, I was making a beeline for his Gorgos, and I could just see the color drain from his face. <laughs> he's, he ended up putting Pavel down before I could get there. But the pure enjoyment I had of making him sweat, of having this close combat monster run directly at his tag was just, oh, chef's kiss. Yeah. <laughs> and it will kill the thing easily with Berserk and the D-charges. Uh, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that's th- this is a guy that can that can probably jump onto Achilles and win. So that's I've been saying yeah. that since he was dropped. Is like this is somebody I would throw into close combat with Achilles. So we, yeah, but now warrior. between him and the unknown ranger, we have options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, other armies like Caledonia, I would probably also yeah let. Le- less room to uh, to spend uh, to to to, to p- fit units. So I think a Wolver team or a Mormer team. Uh... That more I I love running a Mormer team, and yeah. I the one downfall with Wolvers. I love Wolvers, but if you're going to be running Wolvers, I felt like for most the most time is uh, you weren't bringing in enough specialists when you ran Wolvers with the reinforcement option though. You might have the ability to have bring the specialists we need for those missions. You can run your wolvers. Yeah, that, yeah. That's that was my thought have... also. Like, yeah, you, you you're missing out on something, but yeah, you, you have less less positions to fill. So you you take this team and you put all your specialists in the reinforcements and let them take care of the stuff while the wolvers go go ham on your opponent. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm... and yeah, so yeah, good. Uh, good place for there um it's really interesting though running reinforcements in merovingia itself because yeah. merovingia is in a weird place where all their stuff anything that you can spend points on to make your your points get up there you're also spending swick on yeah so you run out of swick real real fast with that 250 points and then you're like oh um I don't have any, I, I need to fill out more points, but I'm out of slots and there's, but I can't fill any more points up because I don't have Swick to help increase my points. <laughs> yeah. You have some issues to get to this, these, these 12. You're like, you want to go with all the chasseurs with the mine layer and uh, really choke that midfield up with mines. Um, but then you have to take uh, heavier stuff. So, yeah, the, 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 the uh, and it's not, yeah, the, the most heavy hitting units are mostly either wolf gang, but you might want to, want to throw them in on the, on the, uh, on the reinforcement yeah, side. It's like the equipped he, mirage, like the but maybe you want to throw them in on the reinforcement side as well. I think with Mirage, I would put them into the regular list just because. Um, the flanking advantage that you would have with being able to drop into your opponent's um, back line yeah. with the Rock and Margo, I think that might slightly outweigh the option of being able to drop him in the midfield for cheaper. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I, I could be wrong. There's, I'm pretty sure there's someone out on the internet that thinks I'm uh, full of hot air and is going to prove me wrong. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm all here for it. So prove me wrong. I, I won't you to do I, I want to see what you do so that way i i have ideas and options mostly this the people that bring profile. merovingia to uh to tournaments are the people that say i can prove you wrong <laughs> no sorry oh, the daredevils yeah. <laughs> uh, i i i am one of those people i like bringing merovingia to tournaments um i thought about um it making it my uh because usually what i do is i i look at a major event that i'm going to go to I pick a faction that I'm going to focus on working on towards to play that, that, um, 
that huge event. And then uh, after the event, I find another thing and start over again. And I was looking at Merovingia, but I was like, ooh, I really want to do that 15 mines in the midfield tax shenanigans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this was this was a weird this i we we kind of i kind of um talked to you a little bit about this um earlier this week when when uh reinforcements first dropped why aren't zwaves uh, uh, sorry zwaves um yeah zwaves <laughs> why, why aren't they a reinforcement yeah yeah because bostra did all the spiel of like yeah we wanted to you have the mechanized deployment and, and they were like we're the premier mechanized deployment for uh Ariana back in the day. Yeah. These were the I, mechanized I deployment units. Yeah. Yeah. I, I loved Zwabs. Like I still like nine times out of ten, my Merovingia lists start with either two Zwabs uh sapper snipers or a snapper uh sapper sniper and a sapper HMG. Yeah. Because they bring that, their own like cover, yeah, yeah. Because when people talk about wanting to try to use the um, uh, the command token to put something in suppressive fire, that H that HMG, uh, Sapper HMG, and the, you're starting him eight inches up. He's right where he wants to be. You can put him wherever you want, and then you throw him into suppressive fire, and your opponent has has this. He's minimum minus six, uh, minus nine, right out the gate between camera uh, camo cover and suppressive fire to try to shoot at this thing. Yeah, and he has dogged. Yeah. So even if he takes a hit, it's like cool. I'm just gonna stay there and make you finish me off if you want to go anywhere. Yeah, uh, that thing I would definitely take in the reinforcements uh, meta because that's that's the ARO pieces you're looking for. Uh, yeah, that's that's yeah. It's, it, it's not quite your. It's a third of the point. It's almost a third of the points that you need to lose to be able to bring on your reinforcements. Yes, it's a whole uh, swick and a half, but, but he can lay down some hate and yeah. hopefully, when he's laying down that hate, the biggest thing that you're wanting me do you want to be doing is you're making your opponent spend orders on it that he is not doing the mission with. He's not doing the mission. He's having to deal with something else that you've put into his path. Yeah. And, and, you, and, and you probably this is the unit that you keep in reserve, right? It is the one you, you deploy last, so that you can really see where your opponent oh, yeah. has his stuff up, and it's like, all right, this is the fire lane where I am not in front of the core team, so I can be annihilated way too easily. Um, now you you put him in a place where he can uh, really uh, sabotage, and then put yeah. Oh yeah. Or, and, and, and you don't really feel it that hard it. now with yeah with reinforcements like you, you normally would always pick uh, taking two orders away from your opponent, uh, but this might be less of an issue. Uh, keep those two orders. Yeah. Spend those two orders trying to get past my separate. You won't. You're probably going to be spending a couple orders, and if you can do it right, you have the uh, the sniper overwatching your <laughs> machine gun, and then there's. Two sappers <laughs> that they're having to deal with. One that's at really far range and has a uh, a sniper rifle, and the other one's right in your face with an HMG. One, it's like, pick your poison. Do you want to take something yeah. on 
uh, with burst one, or do you want to take something on with burst three? Uh, Either return, way, the return of smart deployments. Oh, I don't know. I don't know why people give uh, give Corvus Belly flag for reinforcements. Because when I look to Ariana, I'm like, oh, all these old tricks are coming back again. I'm just too stoked. <laughs> the 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 one, as I said, the, the one. I feel really bad for Toha. They they got yeah the shortest end of the stick. I feel like when it came to n- not that the profiles for reinforcements enforcements are horrible just because toha have been i felt like been getting shafted really bad the last couple of years and i've got some friends of mine that that's what their their main armies were and they really don't want to play because they feel like they're on the outskirts of things not that toha is necessarily on the outskirts you're still fighting against toha these days it's it's going to give you a headache trying to figure out the brain power especially with us Neanderthal um, <laughs> Ariadna players trying to figure out how to what what smells bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, on the one hand, Toa, uh, it, it it's not a bad army. I, I would even say that it's a very good army. And even if you're a highly competitive player, uh, I would say Toa is one of the choices you make to to try and win an ITS uh, and a, a big satellite tournament. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think if I remember rightly, there was a uh, an individual that came to showdown. Yeah. Um, it only started playing, I think, with I, I'm not 100 percent sure. I'm pretty sure it was within the year. Yeah. And they placed relatively high with Toha. Yeah. And it's still I, an I army where yeah. it was yeah. like third or sixth place. Yeah. Um, all I know is that it made Cody our. Uh, uh, one of our war cores who is the, the, the big Toha player. Yeah. He was extremely happy because, you know, it's divisible by three is where they placed that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's still an army that has cheap eclipse grenades and, <laughs> and, uh, things that can, uh, and, and, uh, an ending jammers and, um, units that have, yeah, these, these nice little armor. So they're, mo- they're, they got cheap two wound or three wound units. Um, and not talking about the symbiote mates that give give you this this armor and BTS bonus, so there it's still a very solid army. But I would at least expect it in reinforcements that there would be a Takuel unit in reinforcements, and that they would bring out a new Takuel model, at least one. Give me one, just or a Takuel, and I'm I'm, I'm or... happy. Then then I know you're at least thinking about Toha. <laughs> one new profile, like one brand new unit would have been fantastic yeah. for him just something to to help reignite um some of our more veteran players who are like exclusively toha players just to reignite that spark in the game for them yeah because i think yeah we need more alien factions in in infinity because it's it's a lot of a lot of human stuff i'm actually happy the extra returned uh, on the on the alien front but yeah the toha could could use a bit of love. One model, yeah. one model. Just bring attack well, uh, and, and, yeah. and you're done. Yeah, I actually think there'd be if if they finally released the 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 attack well, um, I know I butchered that name. Sorry, internet. Uh, um, uh, uh, me too. <laughs> uh, I, I I American with poor English. <laughs> <laughs> 
But um, yeah, just one new model for Toha, and I think there would be a lot of really happy Toha players out there. Yeah, yeah. So any anything we still want to cover on uh, reinforcements, what it meant to for the other? Is there anything that stand still stands out to you that we should mention? No, um, big thing is, guys, get out there play games before you jump to conclusions yeah i i'll be the first to admit i i i was kind of disappointed first when i saw the reinforcements for um merovingia but going through and um looking at it a little more deeply i have softened up a little bit i wish a lot of these profiles would have been available for regular play mm -hmm. to um just just because i know there's some people who especially uh heavy competitive players where we don't see a lot of the um the extras yeah um reaching your big events so they don't really have any interest in that just just to, so that way we could play around with yeah uh the profiles a little bit yeah um but overall Ariadna came out relatively well, I think, with yeah. reinforcements. Yeah. Um, there is some weird things in there. Like I said, the, the Beast Hunters was kind of a, okay, mm, yeah. I, I'm glad we have it for just the cheapness of the option, but fluff-wise, it just kind of seems um, slightly out of place, but who knows? I, I'm, I haven't had my uh, chance to go over the... Um, the book so i don't know what the lore is for yeah. them being in ariadna reinforcements maybe maybe like the beast hunter guild is mostly based on don which yeah yeah would make would make sense we've got some of the more scarier things um yeah. in the human spheres on this planet the stuff that really wants to you know like thinks your face looks like a yummy snack yeah yeah, for sure. Yeah, and uh, yeah, my my final take is like what well, we we talked over. Like, yeah, I, I I like the reinforcement that come in. I'm happy that Merovingia got a boost, and I think yeah, for the rest of the army, it mean it means that you're you're looking at the more heavier stuff, the skirmishers again, uh, less so to the warbands and the null deployment, more so to the arrows. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think it's a big up for uh, for Ariadna. Uh, for all the sectorials uh, uh, to um, and the sectorials to uh, at least yeah go a bit more heavy, go a bit more skirmishers in the in the midfield uh, to uh, take these reinforcements that they're coming, uh, uh, make the deployment zone hot again. Uh, there's there's room for more shenanigans, um, and I feel that was the, that was missing and uh, can really make a return. Uh, I want Ariana shenanigans, and I'm happy that I'm. Uh, I kind of pull them uh, out again. So uh, big ups for me. I, I am looking forward to listening for when uh, the whip 12 does more yeah. of the, the, when they go over the other reinforcements, uh, cause um, that'll help enlighten me a little bit on yeah. what <laughs> options and what people are going to be reaching for, 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 um, for those factions. Um, it was really interesting the day that um, reinforcements, Enforcements dropped i was heading on a camping trip so yeah i had like two three hours where i could kind of glance over the reinforcements and then for three days i didn't have 
I couldn't look at anything. I was isolated from everyone. So I did have, op- I did have the option to open up my army, but I, it didn't update or anything like that. So I kind of was able to go through a little bit um, at night when I was lying there in my tent, like figuring out like, okay, well, let's, let's think about this. Um, but it was interesting. It'll be, I didn't have a lot of chance to go over and see what other people bring. So seeing what other people are going to be bringing for their, a big determinant on what I think the um, Ariana meta meta is going to be building. Yeah. Because if, if people are bringing those heavy infantry, we're definitely going to be bringing a lot all those big AP Spitfire, yeah. um, AP rifle, heavy hitters, the EM mines, things like that. But if people are going to be reaching for more of their um, lighter, well, I, I, I don't want to say light, but lighter infantry to field, we're going to be reaching for more of the like those marksman rifles, the shock weapons. Yeah, it's just the uh, it's just going to be interesting to see how the the meta hammers out. Yeah. Um, over the course of actually getting games in, for I'm actually um, I've got to still talk to one of my locals here. Um, see if he's still up for a game tonight. But I was going to see if he we I'm planning for a tournament next month that i'm hosting yeah um which is going to be 400 points and the requirement is every uh list has to have a an s5 heavy infantry or a tag in it <laughs> um that we're playing next month which it it's i i do this every year bring it's the utter chaos yeah. and i'm oh it's 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 bringing the heavy calvary stuff it is it is bring the chunky boys and that's a big thing <laughs> especially here in the utah meta we love our chonky boys so but i'm going to talk to my uh, local and like hey i know we're playing for this tournament but i kind of want to sit down and get a, a game of reinforcements in just to see how it plays out to see how it feels yeah and, and um i think he'll be down for it he's he's a he's a newer player um he's he's one of those guys that when he Went into it. Went came into the game. He came into the game. He started out with, um, uh, uh, nomads, but just went ham. I think he has nomads, combined army, and uh, pano now, and he's only been playing for, uh, maybe maybe a year and a half now. Yeah, and yeah. he's already and JSA. He's got JSA too. He. There was another local of ours who was. So yeah, moving. yeah. You only need fifty models, right? It's so easy to pick up another fifteen models, and but ah, you got another faction. I'm sitting in my office, and I just kind of glanced over where I have uh, my my office with my work desk, and there's probably thirty models that that are assembled, waiting for paint, just <laughs> on my desk, and then I know I've got. Um, I have I have a, a two two army carriers of painted um models i'm just like because i i have like i think i'm only a couple like four or five models away from having all of um every every um uh caldonia except uh, well no caldonia i have almost every model of caldonia painted yeah i am three brisk cards and a um pair and the old grenade launcher para commando 
from having the entire range of Merovingia painted. I've got maybe a half dozen models of uh, um, US ARF that need that need painted, and then I'll have the entire collection painted. And Cosmoflot, we're still I'm I still have to buy more models for Cosmoflot to have all those models on hand. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm definitely guilty of the uh, telling people, oh, you only need 15 to 20 models, and but then they look at my bag and go. Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure, man. <laughs> that's when they, I think you're that's when they get you. <laughs> yeah. But hey, you know, it's actually, it is a selling point. I've got some war, local Warhammer players that are like, hey, um, we're, we're getting tired of spending, you know, a couple thousand dollars to have an army for this game. This game, how much did you say? It's like, oh, yeah, you drop like 200 bucks and have a hyper competitive army mm -hmm. i find that more of a good selling point for people yeah. than telling them only only required 15 models tell just flat out tell them yeah you can spend 150 to 200 bucks and you have a hyper competitive army yeah yeah that's that's what people need to hear yeah that's they could do whatever do yeah. that games workshop yeah <laughs> only if you 3d print their stuff no yeah uh, oh. <laughs> We don't talk about that. That that really brings out the um, the 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 GW um, trolls. Yeah. <laughs> play what you want to play, people, but uh, two hundred bucks doesn't bring you a fully fledged army in Warhammer. That's just the reality. A hyper competitive army at that, you know. Yeah. You, you, can, <laughs> you can spend two hundred bucks in Infinity and have what you need to fight against top tier players in infinity yeah all right well oh, yeah. um we're 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 branching out to other other games so i think that's uh that's a good a good point to yeah, wrap this one up wrap it up before we go anything. yeah before yeah, we go on a tangent like back in my day <laughs> uh, so any any shout outs you like to make logan oh yeah definitely um definitely shout out to all of the utah aero crew um ethan snowball who's been um, basically, uh, him is, he's been one of the main pushers of late, uh, for our local meta of, uh, trying to get people involved in the game. Yeah. Um, our, some of our local war cores, Cody, Allen, uh, Jackson, uh, they're the, our big organizers for Salt Lake showdown. They're the ones that, um, uh, put all the, uh, blood, sweat and tears in. Um, we have, a handful uh, i'd be here forever trying to name out all the other um <laughs> uh, uh guys for the utah meta um also a uh, big shout out to a utah guy who who's i've been coaching for, for um a little bit on hey try this out uh, look at this unit for uh he's been he's he's i think he started out as a panel player he went into combine and he's i uh i was looking at uh uh, my collection and realized I had a lot of Merovingia that I didn't need. And so I called up my buddy. He's like, Hey, you want these here? Just have them. And yeah. so that uh, Josh, um, he, he actually be, between helping him with that really helped me uh, um, kind of look into reinforcements and how that's going to change the meta because Merovingia bringing those guys in um, shout out to all the Las Vegas guys. Um, world if you have the time time in january 
highly recommend coming to the Sin City Smackdown. I had so mm-hmm. much fun the first year that had it. Uh, um, that was when I uh, met John Leiby, who's uh, currently working on the book based on on Dawn. Yeah. And um, I talking with him, I know he said he's taken several inspirations from me and my whole uh, Dawn is ours in oh, awesome. writing writing the uh, how the Caledonians behave and stuff like that which I'm I'm super happy for yeah. it, it gets me all sorts of giddy and I can't wait to read his book yeah I, I've got to play him for the first time there at uh, um, uh, the Sin City Smackdown and it was probably one of the most enjoyable games and it the game I won the game with the yeah. long bomb crit across the table with a light grenade launcher for my lieutenant so <laughs> yeah it was it was it was it was fun a lot a lot of people out there who've um helped me uh through uh uh growing as a player and stuff like that so yeah a lot of good people out there and i wish i could have the time to go through and name them all but yeah. those are some of the, the big ones i'd like to make a shout out to so good good yeah, Logan. Yeah, it was fun to have you on uh, to talk a bit about the good old days on the when we when we took Don back from uh, all those other factions. Uh, Don is ours. Don is ours. Uh, yeah, a, a real pleasure to speak to you, and thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. So yeah, uh, that's it. Yeah, people, just just enjoy uh, your new Ariada reinforcements. Uh, big ups from uh, Whip12, and uh, thanks all for listening, and I will see you all next time. <laughs> <laughs>